Good morning, Church Unlimited. How are y'all doing? How are y'all doing? Y'all look really good this morning. For those who may not know who I am, my name's Dante. I'm gonna really briefly introduce myself. I'm a pastor here at Church Unlimited. Very honored and privileged to be the pastor down the street at Church Unlimited Rodfield. Church Unlimited Rodfield, what's up? And it is so good to be here with you all this morning. But I'm not sure if y'all are ready. You see, I'm not sure if y'all are ready for what we're about to do, because I'm going to informally welcome you right now to your New Year's message, because we're going to get you ready for 2019. In fact, ask your, ask your neighbor, grammatically incorrect, ask your neighbor, you think you're ready? You, you think you're ready for what's about to happen? Go ahead and talk to him really quick. Go ahead and talk to him real quick. You think you're ready? You see, because Church Unlimited, I'm not sure if you're really ready for what is about to happen. But you see, I want to I welcome everybody. God behind bars, we see you. Church Unlimited Rothfield, yes, yes. Church Unlimited Rothfield, you know I love you. You already know the deal. Church Unlimited Padre Island, what's up? Pastor Rusty and all you all. Yes, we can continue to clap. It's all good. Broadcast. We're literally in the building. Church Unlimited West Side. I heard that was the best side. Or maybe that was just Dr. Dre who told me that. Either way, Church Limited Westside, what's up? God's coming for you. And we got coats and blankets as well. Rockport Fulton, Church Unlimited, Rockport Fulton, what's up? And how I could not forget Church Unlimited San Antonio, what's up? Got a new building, but we don't even need a building because it's about a relationship with Jesus. So we don't even need a building. We don't even need these lights. So Church of Lunar San Antonio, get down today. I know God has something planned for each single one of us. I really believe that. But I continue to say, I'm not sure if you're really ready. So here's the deal, Church Unlimited. I actually brought reinforcement just to make sure that you are ready for what is about to happen on this cold December day as we get you ready for 2019. So I got my DJ here. I brought my DJ, DJ Mike. Check on the ones and twos. And he's going to help us get ready because I believe, I'm going to tell you in a second, I'm going to tell you in a second what I believe. But I believe God wants to do something very, very powerful in this moment. So because I believe that by faith, I'm going to really get us ready. God behind bars, I hope you feel me. Church Limited, Rodfield, all of our locations, I hope you feel me. Are you ready? DJ Mike, let's get them ready. Let's really get them ready. Oh, can we turn that up? Can we turn that up a little bit louder? You see, Church Unlimited, by faith we actually believe this moment is a divine intersection, a collision with the creator of the world. And we believe a relationship with Jesus is actually transformative. So we actually believe that God actually wants to do something new in your life in 2019. Church Unlimited, are you with me so far? Are you with me so far? You see, because in Bible it says, where two or more are gathered in my name, I am there. And I believe he wants to speak to you right now. He truly wants to speak to you. And because it's a transformative relationship, I also believe that he wants to do something new in you. So I am going to fight on your behalf with God by my side and on behalf of Church Unlimited, I'm going to fight for you. And I mean that with all of my heart. But if I fight Church Unlimited, you have to fight in this moment. You see, this message is entitled, Let's Get Ready to Rumble. 
So Church Unlimited, I gotta know, are you really ready to rumble? I'm gonna ask you one more time. Rockfield, Padre, Westside, God Behind Bars, are you really ready to rumble? I think we might be ready, DJ Mike. So I hope the devil and his demon squad right now just got on their bat phone or whatever they would call it. And they'd be like, uh, devil, sir, I think we have a problem. Yeah, in Texas. Not Houston. No, I, I'm beginning to feel a rumble in that South Texas area, in Corpus Christi and beyond. All the way up to San Antonio. Oh yeah, they got church online too. Church Unlimited online. I see you in your Christmas PJs. <laughs> I see you. Yeah, Devil Sir, we, we've heard from them before. Church Unlimited, you remember them? Yes, sir. And I believe we're going to hear from them again. Oh, y'all get ready. 2019. 2019. Because I'm going to be a problem to the devil, and I hope you will be a problem with me because I believe God wants to do work in this place. But I want to start with this. You see, I'm a child of Rocky. I'm a child of hip-hop. I loved all of that. I love motivation. I love inspiration. I love all of that. But I want to begin with this. Don't believe the hype. Public Enemy, the hip-hop group said that. Don't believe the hype. So I want to start with that. Because on a, on a morning at 7 a.m., you'll find me listening to Rocky. You'll find me with hip-hop beats at 7 a.m. My wife will be, really? Really? Do we? I'm like, yes, really. I love it. But I do not want this just to be a moment of inspiration and motivation for 2019. I pray that it is a moment of transformation, the beginning. I pray that it's a moment more of revelation in which you give your God, you give your life to God in a new way. Because there's, there's nothing wrong with inspiration and motivation, but sometimes it just doesn't last. So I pray for that moment right now. And I want to begin with this. Do you know that the most bold moves in my life, the boldest moves in my life, they actually come out of stillness. It's funny how the more quiet that I get, the louder that I live. Not literal loudness, but the louder that I live. It's funny how the more that I slow down, the faster I go. Because I'm listening to God's voice. And it's funny what God's voice will do in regards to your focus, in regards to giving you direction, in regards to giving you clarity. The most bold moves in my life come out of stillness. Do you realize that that verse in the Bible says, be still and know that I am God. Do you know that was actually written in a time of war? But he's saying, even in the midst of whatever you may be going through, acknowledge God. So the first godly piece of wisdom I want to give you this morning for 2019 is give God more time to move in your life. Because as much as I will wake up to hip-hop and Rocky, 
you better believe that I've been more intentional than ever to sit down in that living room of mine and say, God, what do you want from me today? What do you want to tell me today? That I fight now more, more so than ever in prayer. I fight more in taking in his word. Actually, I fight through lingering with God. Sometimes I don't even know what he's going to say. I don't hear an audible voice, but I say, God, just prepare me. Just equip me. Just talk to me today. Speak to me through this word, through this Bible plan. And by the way, everybody's Bible plan, everybody five or 10 day Bible plan at one point turns into a 15 to 25 day Bible plan. So we can chill out on that. It's all good. All that matters is you're constantly advancing. You're constantly growing. You are constantly evolving. This relationship with Jesus should have you constantly changing. You receive Jesus once, but you should constantly become being made anew through Christ Jesus. But sometimes we just don't give ourselves our time, our availability, our mornings, our nights, maybe our lunchtime, maybe our break time. We hold on to it instead of giving it to Jesus. You see, I would compare it to this. I would compare it to this. See, I was in San Antonio at my twin sister's house during the, during the Christmas break watching the Baylor Bears. We got any Baylor Bear fans? There's like one person. And you're probably lying, but thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Let me try another one. We got any Texas Longhorn fans? What about Aggies? We got any Aggies in the house? In the name of Jesus, I forgive you of your sins. But it's all good. It's all good. So I was watching the Texas Bowl in Houston because Baylor's my team. I attended Baylor University, so they were playing Vanderbilt, the lesser private school. And they were in the fourth quarter. It was 38-35. And they said, so Marv, uh, what do they got to do? And, well, I don't know, Jim. It's always Marvin Jim, this broadcaster name, right? And, and they said this. It was 38-35. They're like, the tight end is going to play on Sundays. That means he's going to the NFL. He's going to be the pro. They got to get the ball in the tight end's hands when it matters the most. Why? Because when you put the ball in the best player's hands, they do something special. Another example. Do we have any Dallas Cowboy fans? We're in, we're in Texas. We're in Texas. We got a playoff run coming. We got a playoff run coming. So what do they say? What do they say? Get the ball in Zeke's hand. Zeke Elliott. In fact, hand off the ball because we want it in his hands. In fact, let's draw a place that we're going to pass him the ball because we simply want the ball in his hands. Because I'm from the 90s and the 2000s. I love Deion Sanders, primetime Sanders. I don't know if y'all know about that. He was dripping swag back then and I loved it. But they wanted him to have the ball so bad that you're going to play defense. But not only that, we also want you to return kickoffs. We also want you to return punts because we simply want the ball in your hand. Do you realize the relationship with Jesus and what his, in which he says, you, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. I have a hope and a plan and a purpose for you. But we don't give him the ball. The creator of us. Our heavenly father. You see, because when you give the ball to your best player and you want to give him space, you want to throw the ball out and give him space so he can do something special. But yet we give God, we give our time, our availability. We don't give God time, room, space to do something special in our lives to do something new in our lives. 
we could stop the message right there. If you simply intentionally committed to say, God, I'm going to be intentional about giving you more room, more time in prayer, in your word, and through a Bible plan, and just talking to you and conversating, it'll, it'll change your life. Your 2019 will be greater than your 2018. I can guarantee that because that's what Jesus is. That's who Jesus is. And so that's the first piece of godly wisdom that I want to give you today. In fact, in 1 Timothy, it says this. Do not waste time arguing over godless ideas and old wives' tales. Instead, train yourself to be godly. Physical training is good. You know, we got a lot of, uh, I'm going back to the gym, New Year's resolutions. That's good. Physical training is good. But training for godliness is much better. Promising benefits in this life and in a life to come. I encourage you to commit to give God more time, more space to do something special in 2019. You see, in 2018, I don't know what 2018 had for you. I pray that it had great wins. I know that being a part of Church Unlimited, being a pastor here, great honor, great privilege. I know that it brought great wins. We saw more lives being changed. We saw more lives saved. We saw more lives evolve through a relationship with Jesus. I know personally in my marriage, we had breakthroughs that we had, uh, we had not yet experienced. And I thank God for that. I'm so grateful for that. I feel poised for our best year ever in 2019. I don't know what it is for you. I hope that you do have some wins that you can celebrate. But I'd imagine like most of us, that 2018 may have also brought some losses. I know I can relate to that. I know maybe you can relate to that. Maybe it was pain. Maybe it was some hurt. Possibly some unmet expectation. Maybe some excessive stress. I've definitely been there. Ministry is not easy. It really is. Don't let anybody convince you that it is. It truly isn't. It's got to be a calling. It's got to be a calling or else you won't last. But if you do find yourself in that boat, and I know I have many times, there's a verse that I needed to embrace. And I really believe that someone needs to hear this right now. I know I needed to hear this. So I wanted to give it to you. And it's in 1 Peter 5, 6, and 7. It says, so humble yourselves under the mighty power of God. And at the right time, he will lift you up in honor. And this is the part that I truly, truly want you to hear. It's all good. Give all your worries and your cares to God. I'll repeat that. Give all your worries and your cares to God. For he cares about you and you and you. You see, even as a Christian church, I hope you hear this, we can't always choose our seasons. We can't always choose our seasons. We can't always choose our circumstance. But here's the deal. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The Bible tells us that. But here's what you can do. You can't choose your spirit. You can choose the spirit that you are going to exercise and embrace in 2019. And I needed to do that 
like never before in 2018. You see, because 2018 did bring, I would even say, breakthroughs, miracles. God exceeded my expectations in some regards in 2018. But in 2018, church, because I can't choose my seasons, I had the greatest season of loss in 2018. You see, I lost unexpectedly and suddenly I lost my dad. And you see, the let's get ready to rumble is fun. But that really relates to me. I want y'all to know that's not just a cute title. It really isn't. You see, I feel like I was raised by a Rocky in my dad, a true fighter, a true champion of life. He's a self-built man that literally came from nothing and experienced great success. But he was a man who fought for his family endlessly, endlessly. He fought for his family. But I want y'all to know this. When I say fighter, I mean that in every sense of the word. But he fought so his family would know Jesus. He fought so his family would know Jesus. So I really relate to those Creed movies now. You know, Creed being the, the son of Apollo Creed, Rocky's great rival. Because he had Rocky. He was the son of a champion. He would come from a different background. But he was raised by a fighter. And to be honest, when you're loved hard... You feel like you're raised by a fighter. And so I encourage all the parents, all the guardians, all the uncles, all the aunts to fight in love for your loved ones so they know it matters. I feel like even this moment, because of God's gift to me, I stand on my dad's shoulders. Even in this moment. You see, my dad fought more so than anything that we would know Jesus. So now I have a faith that informs me, even though I wish he was here, I know that he's in heaven. I know that he's in heaven right now. And I know that he would tell me this, and I want to give this to you all. Son, I'm in heaven. I'm good. God still has a plan for you because you're there on earth. And God still has a plan, so you keep on fighting. Church Unlimited, you keep fighting on fighting. God still has a plan for you. You see, because the great gift I had was actually given to me by God. And I fully acknowledge that now. But I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you with this. In 2019, I encourage you to start the fight, to initiate the good fight. You see, because sometimes we don't act like we have the resurrection power of Jesus inside of us. It says when you accept and receive Jesus, that you have the same power inside of you that literally raised Jesus from the dead. That is a big thought to wrap my head around at times. But I fight every single morning through talking to him that God let that rain down upon me. And I want to challenge you to embrace that and understand that God literally left the Holy Spirit to live inside of you so that you can actually fight against the shame, so that you can actually fight against the lies, so you could actually fight against the insecurity, so that you could actually roll up on those things and say, no more. I know what my Heavenly Father says about me, and I know what my Heavenly Father says about that. So I'm going to leave that in 2018. And I'm going to roll with what my Heavenly Father says about me. I encourage you to embrace that thought like never before. 
that you actually start the fight. Because so many times I'm like, oh, like I let it roll up on me. And it's like, oh, there it is again. Oh, I'm not good enough. This shame. Like I let it beat me down like it's stronger than me. When I actually have a power inside of me that is stronger. So what do I mean when I say initiate the fight? I initiate the fight every single morning through prayer, through spending time in God's word, through literally talking to myself and speaking God's truth over me. Like this morning, I said, you know what, God, I am going to be a problem because I know you're inside of me. And I know I'm going to do it because I want these people, I want Church Unlimited to experience Jesus. I want them to experience God's best. I want their life to be transformed. So yes, I am going to be a problem to the devil on this day. I really am. But I speak that truth over me. And you know what? And sometimes it's even said, it's even, it's even led to this. I seek accountability, church. I seek accountability. The closer I get to Jesus, the more accountability I want. Maybe some of us need to have a conversation with our spouse. Maybe we need to unveil a couple of things. I don't know what it is. And it's actually led me to say, you know what? I need to go to counseling. When I was in my 20s, I had too much pride. That's not manly. That's not man enough. That's not big enough. But I said, as a more mature man, said, you know what? I need help. Maybe you initiating the fight is saying, I need some help. Maybe you initiating the fight is saying, right now, in this moment, that I commit to attending church every single Sunday. I am tired of doing it my way. That's how you initiate the fight. So I encourage you in this moment on your note sheet, on your worship God, God move. I pray that you move. And I pray that even in this moment, as we are fighting, metaphorically, that you would let God speak to you. Now you say, God, what are you telling me? How do I initiate the fight? What do I commit to? How do I commit to giving you more space, more time to do something new? I know you want to do something new in 2019. What do you have for me? Write it down. Take note. Make a commitment. I believe this should be an interactive time. A divine intersection with God. I truly believe that. You see, in Philippians it says this. Paul says this. It says, yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I have discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage, so that I could count, so that I could gain Christ and become one with him. For his sake, I have discarded everything else. The more I grow in my relationship, just to be very honest with you, the more I discard. The more my habits change. The more time I get to spend with Jesus. And let me give you all a sneak preview. The more time you spend, it's like any good habit. It actually increases your desire and your appetite for it. So even if you start small, it's all good. You're going to begin to desire it. You're going to begin to want it more. Just like anything. I mean, maybe y'all can relate that to, to being in the gym. You're going to start feeling different. You're going to start seeing results. God is going to start moving. So five minutes is going to turn into 15 minutes. 15 minutes is going to turn into 30 minutes. You say, I cannot wait. Then you're going to wake up and even at night, you say, I can't wait to hear from God in the morning. Just give it some time. Just give it a little bit of time. So the next piece of godly wisdom I want to give you. In 2019, I encourage you to turn 
the page. I encourage you to turn the page. And I believe that could mean a thousand different things. Church online, that could mean a hundred different things. Padre Island, Rodfield, what does that mean for you? For some of us, it may mean that I need to turn the page on my bad attitude, on my dishonoring attitude towards my spouse, to my authority, to my boss. Turning the page may say, oh, that's shame. That, that's done. I am done with that. That is not of God. So if it is not of God, church, you actually have permission to let it go. You actually have permission to let it go. Maybe you say, you know what? I need to discard and count as garbage. Social media, not a bad thing. Maybe an obsession with social media needs to be counted as garbage. Maybe the establishments that are frequent need to be counted as garbage. Maybe the websites that are frequent need to be counted as garbage. Maybe the ungodliness in my relationship that I am bringing in need to be counted as garbage. Because there is far greater value in knowing Jesus Christ and being in deeper relationship with him. What is it that you have to say? That's not going to be part of my 2019. I'm turning the page. What is God telling you right now? I believe he wants to speak to you. I would write that down. I would make a commitment in this place. I know I do. The more I grow in a relationship with Jesus, the more I know this is a divine interaction. And I'm writing, and I'm writing, God, what do you want for me in 2019? We are fighting right now for God's best for you. You see, for me, he was actually waiting on my faithfulness to attend church on a weekly basis. For me, he was actually waiting on my commitment to get past myself. He was waiting on my commitment to actually serve others. It is funny how your needs actually get met when you get past yourself and you actually begin to meet the needs of other people. I'm going to repeat that. It is funny how your needs get met when you begin to serve the needs of other people. But you know what? That makes a lot of sense to me. Because Jesus, even though he was equal with God, came down as a servant. So it makes complete sense that he would honor and lift us up when we chose humility and when we chose, much like him, he was the washer of feet, when we choose to get past ourselves and say, it really is not all about me and I need to give. The Bible says it is more blessed to give than to receive. You'd be amazed at how much God can fill you through your service to others, whether that be through the schools, whether that be through the church, but it's all for God. Maybe he's waiting on you to choose purity, purity in your mind, purity in your relationships. Maybe he's just waiting on you to become not apathetic towards the things of God. I know I had to decide I'm not going to be lazy about the things of God. And I say that as someone who has been all of those things. Everything that I'm saying, I'm saying that because I have been all of those things. What is it for you? God wants to do something new in 2019 in you. He truly does. He wants to constantly be evolving you into your next season. What is that for you, church? You see... We say it's not all about you. When you do that, you will have a life that is continually transforming. Even if the circumstances remain the same, because it's an inside job, church. It's an inside job. 
And one of the most amazing things, as much as it will transform your life, and you will begin to rumble with the new spirit. Because it's not just about you. You know, God gave us the great commission to go and make disciples in all of the nation. But when your life begins to rumble in a new way, it impacts others. It impacts others, and others can feel Jesus through you, through your life, through your life. I have seen that. I've literally seen that. In Hebrews, it tells us this. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses, you are surrounded by such a huge crowd crowd of witnesses, those people who see your life, to the life of faith. Let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus the champion who initiate and perfects our faith. It says, let us strip off every weight that slows us down. You see, God has given each one of us an amazing race to run. But as I thought about that, I just said, I just pray that we choose obedience so that we can, so that we can run that race. Because this was my calling, but I remember sitting in dysfunction. I remember sitting in repetitive sin. I remember sitting in shame. I remember sitting in insecurity. And to be honest, some of those things never go away, but I wake up every single day. I told that young man, good to see you, brother. I told him, I have to die to myself every day. And I wish I would have known that sooner. So I'm so glad I get to tell you. You see, I got to die to myself every single day and give my life to God. Even though I, only, I receive salvation, it's only one time. But I die to myself every single day. And I give my life over and over to God and say, God, your will be done. I pray that you guide me today. Love me. Comfort. Give me peace. I can't always choose my circumstance, but I can choose my spirit. For some of you all, the amazing race is to be an educator, to be a business owner, to be a ministry leader, to be a spiritual leader of your family, to be the great-grandmother of all your grandchildren. I just pray that we get to run it. And I encourage you, lovingly encourage you to choose obedience. We want God's absolute best for you. And there's no reason that right now on this Sunday morning that you cannot begin that new transformation. There's nothing, why not? There's no reason that you cannot begin. So in 2019, a new beginning I encourage you, this is a quick recap, I encourage you to give more time to God so that he could do something special in your life. I encourage you 
to choose to initiate the fight against whatever may be holding you back. I encourage you to turn the page. And lastly, I encourage you to honor God like you've never honored him before. I encourage you to honor God like never before. You see, I talk about 2018 being a season of loss. As much as I lost my best friend, my mentor, at one time my provider, my protector, he was everything to me as a dad. I believe that pales in comparison to what my mom lost. She lost her husband. She lost the love of her life. Uh, 40 years of marriage. And when there's unexpected death, it blindsides you. You're almost numb. And you immediately go, there's like a thousand thoughts that are going through your head. And death can be unfair at times. It really can. Because as much as you're dealing with the despair of the loss, it seems like you got hundreds of responsibilities that you automatically inherit. And you have so many things to do. But I want to show you a faithful God. And I want to show you what God does when you choose to honor him, regardless of the circumstance, regardless of what happened in your 2018. You see, because my mom, who lost the love of her life, incredible marriage, because my dad, that fighter, was also an incredible husband. Through good times, through bad times. He fought for that. And I remember my mom stayed at my house. And I remember waking up and, you know, you're, you're, you wake up late and you, you go to bed late and it's just kind of crazy. And I remember waking up and I went over to her room where she was staying in my house because, frankly, I was concerned. It had been an incredibly tough 48 to 72 hours. I was really concerned how my mom was holding up. I know that she was a woman of God. But it's tough when life hits you unexpectedly in such, in such a hard way. And I was praying for her. I remember being tired and kind of walking over there. I remember sitting by her bedside. But to my surprise, she was already up. And she was already writing. And she was writing. And I was actually encouraged to see her writing. I'm like, Mom, what are you, what are you doing? And she was like, God spoke to me. Like, God spoke to me. And I was like, I think he told me that I have to speak at your dad's funeral. And this was a woman that was completely broken. That was literally in the depth of despair. And she was writing and writing and writing. There was literally a page full and it was kind of all over the place. And my mom, who would not say that she's a biblical scholar by any means, but a woman of God. As I sat there, she gave me verse after verse after verse that God, out of her crying out to him, had sent his peace, had sent his comfort, had sent his hope, had sent his love. And my mom said, I realize that the same God that gave me your dad is the same God that's still taking care of me. And so I, this woman that was literally broken began writing 
and turn into a woman on a mission. Because she's like, I gotta share this. I gotta share this. And this woman who you would say is not a speaker, who is literally shy in some of these forums, days later, in front of hundreds and hundreds of people, as God was putting her back together, piece by piece, God would do the impossible. And my mom would minister and give the, one of the greatest messages that some people will ever hear, I believe, in the history of, her, of their lives. There were people there. There were witnesses to this life of faith that God would do the impossible in an impossible situation, that she would minister to the broken in the midst of her brokenness as God was picking up the peace and say, here's hope. Here's your faith. Here's your love. Here's your comfort. Here is your provision. And in the midst of that, I am going to powerfully move. And I believe, church, at my dad's funeral, that lives were saved through my mom's message. Because she said, I am now on a mission from God. And I, I can't not help but speak. Because the people need to know about the Jesus that is taking care of me right now. And that she chose to honor God in the most difficult of circumstances. So I pray in 2019 that you would do the same. And that God would beautifully move. Because our lives truly are to be an imperfect but beautiful expression of Jesus. An imperfect but beautiful expression of Jesus. You will be amazed what God can do with you. And with you. And with you. When you simply choose to honor God like never before. Church Unlimited, let's please pray. You'll please bow your heads. Church, I hope and pray, much like my mom, did that in 2019 you will cry out to God like never before that's the one beautiful thing about desperation you cry out like never before and you count on God to show up in an impossible situation you count on his love and his hope and his forgiveness and everything that he is and I pray that in this moment you say I am going to do that I want to begin my new transformation in 2019. I pray that you will do that. And as you sit here today with our heads bowed, if you have not received that transformative power of a relationship with Jesus, we're going to give you that opportunity right now. It is a free gift. A free gift given by God's grace and mercy and his love. In fact, he sent his son Jesus down to earth to die for all of our sins so we could experience forgiveness and so that we could experience God. And along with that gift, not only will our lives be transformed here on earth, but we get the gift of heaven. We get the gift of heaven. You see, in Romans it says, if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart, that God raised him from the dead. It says you will be saved. 
So if you have never received Jesus Christ, I want to give you that opportunity right now. This is the most important thing we do every single time we meet as a church. And so church, as an act of encouragement to those who may be receiving Jesus for the very first time, I encourage you to please repeat after me. Whether you are online, God behind bars, whether you're on the island, Rodfield, Westside, Rockport, San Antonio, please repeat after me. Dear Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me. I believe you paid the price for my sins. And I believe you rose again. Three days later, proving that you were God. Please forgive me of my sins. I ask you to come into my heart. Be my Lord and be my Savior. In Jesus' name, amen.